Welcome everybody to Live from the Dutch Hall. We are live from Turkey Point, Ontario. <laughs> Let's hit the theme song. Get this thing rolling, Dave. Shut up and play the song. <laughs> all right, all right. Hot crowd, hot crowd live from Turkey Point. We gave you the real stuff before, but that was just the fake audience. We have to let them have a chance too. Best we, theme song in six weeks. <laughs> it was a little bit. It was good to go back to basics. Someone that actually knew how to play the theme song. You know. I don't know if the listeners at home can recognize the voice of, of that man that you just heard, but that is the man that writes the music for the show, Dave Charters, who has been uh, absent for, what, the last six weeks from our program? This is week six, yeah. Week six, and you're back. Now, I got to tell you, uh, we didn't miss you one bit. The show went off without a hitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was really good. Have you been listening? How are the ratings, though? Well, they're all, uh, it's summertime, Dave, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the summertime. You think that you yourself are the one responsible? No, I didn't. For the demise of my show? I was just wondering. Because <laughs> I can wreck my show on my own. I don't need your help. <laughs> I can do this just fine on my own. Well, we have a whole crowd in here. We for Every year for summer vacation, uh, my family, and uh, that is my parents, my brothers and sisters, and all of our kids rent a, my aunt and uncle's cottage down in Turkey Point, and we've been spending the week down here in uh, Turkey Point, Ontario, and uh, we have not uh, tr even came close to killing each other, right? We've, it's been without incident. And if will you tell other people in the world about that, I'm gonna get, we're going to get together with five families and yeah, how many kids? Nine kids? Nine, nine kids and, uh, and, and ten adults in one cottage. And, for, and we're going to spend a week together. And we do it every year and we look forward to doing it again. They'd say you're crazy. There's a lot of people that can't pull that off, you know. There's a lot of, and what we did today, which was even more crazy, is even after a week of spending uh, all this time together, we decided to spend seven hours floating down a creek together, <laughs> which has become part of a, another tradition. It's our second year in a row. If you listened to last year's live from Turkey Point episode, uh, you heard some of the great uh, tales of the of the escapades down the river. Jeff and Lori were the real stars of, of that episode. Jeff Ball is here with me. Let's hear it for Jeff Ball that's in the show. Everybody. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Speaking of a long hiatus uh, from yeah. the show, Jeff, you're a fan favorite. You know, everybody, uh, you know, I've, I've got lots of feedback about Jeff Ball. The interesting Jeff Ball episode is tense. It was a bonus episode, a throw-in, no preparation, right, Jeff? That's right. And uh, it was it was. It's uh, critically acclaimed. One of my favorites. Well, yeah, it is. It's really is, and and everyone's going to be really happy to have you back. Last last year's uh, live from Turkey Point episode, you were the MVP of it. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I don't know. You're starting out slow today. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, uh, we have our bartender Paul Van Dyke is in the house. Is here for Paul Van Dyke. Hey, Paulie, how you doing, buddy? Hello, Paul. You just uh, you just woke up from a long slumber. After your uh, your canoe trip, is that uh, fair to say? <laughs> yes, I needed a nap. Yeah, and uh, so what you did was, uh, well, Dave, 
you know, it's about time you started earning your money, maybe, and we'd let the bartender do his job. Did he actually make a drink today? He did make a drink. I saw him do it with my own two eyes. This is the first time I've seen my bartender uh, actually make a drink for us. Uh, and probably awesome. as long as it's taken you to show up for an episode. <laughs> well, let's play him a song. All right, let's hey. play him a song. What could be better than something from Paul? Something delicious and something so small. Just take one sip, you can tell that it's notable. Now is the time to try one of Paul's potables. What do we got today, Paul Jim? It's a Jager bomb. But it's different Jager, isn't it? Oh, it's a, yeah, it's the vanilla vanilla spite and cinnamon Jager. All right, so to to a great uh, week with uh, some of my favorite people in the entire world. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. It's just missing a moonshine cherry. Uh, it's not like doing Paul's potables with a little moonshine cherry, but when you're at a cottage, you tend to rough it a bit. So we've had to we've had to rough it by doing without the old smoky moonshine cherries. Oh boy, oh boy. So Paul, are you have you recovered enough from the canoe trip? We we wanted to give you a big thank you for organizing that. That's a great day. Well, thank you. I made the phone call. Yes. It was very difficult for pull off. Also, not just a phone call, but you were uh, the one putting up with a very angry canoe renter person at the beginning of the day. Yeah, I don't know why. He it started out rocky. You'd have to admit, it started a little rocky, you know, it did this morning. S- it did start rocky. Yeah, it, there, there was a, some sort of miscommunication between us and the uh, and the guy that was going to uh, take, take us out to where we launched the canoes. And uh, I don't know. He seemed to think that we were really, I think, more... Uh, uh, a, I don't know, more confrontational than we actually were. Like, he was really defensive or something. I guess he had a bad back or something. He was taking out on us. But he was a real dick at the beginning, didn't you think? I thought he was a dick. Yeah. I still think he's a dick. Not yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he listens to the show and he, he knows Paul yeah. from the show. Uh, oh, and that's therefore he knew you could be a dick to him? <laughs> or, I don't know. It was one of those things. But once we got in the water, then there's no. Th- there was another group of... Um, canoers that were re- ready to launch their kayaks i guess it was kayakers right and they were launching their kayaks and when we got in the water um they were all launching before us and they said well w- there's a few beginners that are on this trip so if we're going to be hold- holding you up just just go right ahead of us or whatever and uh we told them we said we didn't plan on paddling anytime soon <laughs> we were just going to float so <laughs> as long as they're paddling forward i think we'll be fine and those girls probably finished about four or five hours before us. <laughs> that was the best part about it. You're just sitting in a canoe, floating down the river. Uh, you know, you can you can have all the refreshments you want. You can have all the night. You can laugh. Tunes cranked. Music at times. Yeah, it was great. It was the best thing in the world. And there's no one at all. Like you didn't see anyone. Only at the very end of the canoe trip. We saw like what, like uh, there the was the owner a, of the black dog. Yeah, we saw those one guy put his dogs in the water, and then there was another house that was onto the river that had a couple people tooting around in front of the house. But other than that, in all that time, we didn't see anyone. No cows, we didn't see any cows. Yeah, not even any cows. Just a few black dogs and a half-eaten muskrat, <laughs> the one time, <laughs> which we can only assume was eaten by an alligator. An alligator. The only... The big crick gator. The big crick alligator. There's a cougar and an alligator now that we have around here. But probably a snapping turtle ate this thing. It was like all bloated and gross. And Lisa even took a picture, looked at her picture, and was dry heaving at the sight of the <laughs> own picture you took. But you didn't dry heave when you looked at the actual muskrat that was half eaten. No, I did. 
Oh, you did? Oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, I want to finish my introductions. We also have, it's, if you're going to notice, if you look at the picture of this episode, you can see one person on a canoe that's enjoying herself more than anyone else. That's my sister-in-law, Krista Van Dyke, who's here. Let's hear it for Krista Van Dyke. And right beside her, we have the patriarch of the Van Dyke family, the man wh whose loins birth were responsible for producing all of the people, or half of the people in this room. It's my dad, Willie Van Dyke is here. Let's hear it for Willie. Willie. And the woman who pushed us through her birth canal, sitting to <laughs> right beside her, my mom, bouncing Barbie Van Dyke. Let's hear it for her. Oh, what's going on? My applause doesn't work. There we go. If I don't use this applause machine, that's a, it's really sorry sounding applause for mom. You know, she's the mother. You guys are pathetic. Nothing. You didn't even give her anything. I said more. And then we have, uh, beside them, we have my baby sister, Lisa Vandenbush, and her husband, never been listener of the week, Ryan Vandenbush, is here for him. All right, that's it. Introductions. We know who's at the table. So we basically, for the week... Um, I think you missed somebody. Oh, I already did you. Oh. Your old rubber boot. <laughs> the rubber boot. Oh. And uh, I just feel so terrible. Standing in front of me is like the person, love of my life, the apple of my eye, the twinkle in my pants, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Jane Van Dyke, is here. Let's hear it for Jane. I'm sorry. How can I overlook you? Give a kiss. There we go. Now we've got everyone. Did I miss anyone? My sister. Oh, yes, my other sister. My older sister, Lori, is the oldest of the four of us. And uh, what we did was we partied her too hard, I think, and on the canoe trip, and she is recovering. She couldn't make it. We lost one of the, one of the eight, which isn't too bad to have one of them go down. But after seven hours of canoeing in the hot sun, you're bound to lose one or two. So... We uh, let's hear it. Uh, we will uh, pause. Lori was a great listener in the show. I'm sure she'll catch up tomorrow, and she might be in the kids' episode if she has something to say. I suppose. <laughs> but one thing that happened last year's canoe trip, Jeff, was uh, I would say that we had to give out the first ever Jeff and Lori award for that the canoe trip, oh, yeah. right? I would say that, and yeah. the winner of last year's award was, of course, you and Lori, okay, because it was the original one. Yes. So we're gonna have to, and uh, there's it's a big deal. Like we, you know, I, I just this isn't a gala event live live from Turkey Point, mm -hmm. and we need to announce this year's Jeff and Lori Award for the canoe trip. Oh, right? I, I got to announce this. Do you know who it is? Do you know who won? I, I believe I know who it is. <laughs> All right, I well, know who I'd give it to. Well, who would you give it to? Oh, Paul and Krista by far. Oh yeah. Paul and Krista, who would you give the Jeff and Lori Award to this year? And Jeff and Lori Award, just for the people at home who may not know what we're talking about. It's the uh, award for the people who are most ridiculous in a canoe, right? <laughs> for the entire trip. I think he still won the award, though. <laughs> do you really still think I got it? Hey, Elise yeah. and Ryan, do you have a vote? I would say my vote and Jane's vote, and Jane, I hate to speak for you, but we said Paul and Krista came out of the gate strong, and we, we thought they were going to be taking the award, but what happened was, they didn't, they didn't have anything to measure up to you guys over the long haul, right? Over the long haul, you were able to kind of like You're work your way. You're saying we still got this thing. You nailed it. You got a, per, you got a perfect record. Yeah. So the winner well, of this year's Jeff and Lori Award. So. Jeff and Lori, let's hear it for them. 
Hence why she's in bed, maybe. She did a heck of a lot of paddling today. <laughs> it was great. Lori likes to be in control, eh, of the canoe? Yes, she does. Yeah. What? <laughs> sometimes it's nice, though, right? You got to just lie back, you know, have open a beer and just let your wife do the work. Yes. Yeah, that was okay. That was fine. She did well. She only launched me in the bushes a couple times, right, Krista, without warning. <laughs> Told me to relax and trust her. Yeah. Which I did. <laughs> I like the one sometimes when we're going down the river and all of a sudden, like, I remember one time you were beside us and you and Lori were beside us and, and uh, there's like a little obstacle coming up, uh, but the current's just kind of like just putting, I don't even have my paddle in my hand, Jane doesn't have her paddle in her hand and you guys are like, oh my God, the obstacle and then you got all tangled up in it and Jane I and I didn't even touch paddle the paddle and just sailed right past, the, the current just took us past it. That was your sister. Yeah, yeah. Remember, That's when you weren't driving. Yes, yes. I'm yep. supposed to just trust her. <laughs> <laughs> they, you were saying that you thought that this could, that would be a good exercise for like a marriage counseling or something. Sure, yeah. To be able to do oh, that. Yeah. Good yeah. team building. Team building. Right. Communication skills. We spoke about a lot of things. Right. Do <laughs> you think it was uh, beneficial for for your <laughs> marriage? Is this too much about all Jeff Ball? Are you getting nervous? Yeah, you seem like you're getting nervous just yeah. from I'm just yeah. trying to have a conversation. You I know. You're just saying uh, things before. Yeah, Should I turn my attention to Charters, who didn't Let's show up? On charters, yeah. All right, Charters, <laughs> I am back to you <laughs> because there's a few things that's happened since you've been gone, right? Since you've been uh, um, hi on hiatus yeah, from the show. I've had a lot going on. Yeah, and uh, you want to tell the public about it? Yeah, apparently, you've been on a big. Uh, what have you been on a big tour? Oh, I've been playing all kinds of gigs. My notoriety from the show has really uh, landed me a lot of gigs. So, oh been really? Busy, yeah. yeah. The people uh, who's booking you all from all over uh, Southern Ontario. Uh, is there any <laughs> really? And and the Northern uh, United States as well. Played a nice show in Corfu, uh, New York. You did play a show in Corfu, New York. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, well attended. Come on, what are you saying? Is this for real? Yeah, for real. You played a show in Corfu. What do you think? A, I think busy uh, guy, man. I didn't hear anything about it. I didn't. Do I have to be uh, like? Uh, I thought I would be. Uh, you would tell me something like that. You know, we're friends. Well, I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess playing Corfu. What the hell is Corfu? Is that upstate New York? Yeah. Is that by Buffalo? Uh, it's right near Darien Lake. Oh, did you play at Darien Lake? <laughs> oh, okay. I got you now. It's a nice campfire <laughs> session. Well oh, I got you now. I got it. There's at least eight people there. Oh, that's more than old Nick take for our show. And we are working on another live show going across because we have our first, we apparently, it's un, it's unsubstantiated at this point in time, but we think we have five people who have requested us to come to a show in uh, in Tennessee. So we're going to be going down to Tennessee in October, I think. We're work, still working on the details of it to start to go do a show down that's there. That's exciting. And you probably won't make it like normal, right? I'll have to check my calendar. <laughs> I might have to work. I do have to work sometimes. Well, you know, uh, the the Kickstarter plan's gone so good for Paul's microphone. I'm sure if you just say you'd like to quit your job and, and leave it to the listeners of this show, yeah, you have no problem. Yeah, crowdfund for that because Paul's microphone still is not here. We've earned zero dollars and zero cents for that thing, Paul. Yeah. No you want to know why? Because they gave you a good one in front of you, and that's it. <laughs> when we were in the community. I don't understand why they're not donating any money. All right, With so compliments like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Charters, you you uh, have made a bold claim, and uh, that you you were good at all bullshit games, correct? Well, like it, you you're good at like uh, not real sports, but like nonsense sports, right? They're kind of right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. 
And uh, you have actually you you said in the past that that uh, you feel that uh, you are uh, one of the best at those useless games, right? That you you're almost unbeatable, yeah. right? Like at your candidate party, remember who was the beer pong champ? I think I did. I play you. No, I didn't make the finals. Yeah, but you played yeah. me. You I beat, had a great partner, me. mind you. Yeah, yeah, you beat me in the first round. Yeah, but you're good at that sort of shit. And so, because you didn't, uh, you don't show up for the show, and my family is uh, all, uh, I believe, better than you. Then uh, we will. Uh, we have set up a station with five stations, where I will put any of my uh, five of my family members up against you, and you will have to run the gauntlet of challenges, and my family will show you uh, that uh, we can you beat suck. you at all of them. If oh. you if you may, if we lose to you, I we have wait. to do a drink or something, right? We'll do a drink. Deal. And if you lose to us. We will just continue to humiliate you as we've been doing, okay? For 80 weeks. All right, and this is going to be a show closer. In the in the meantime, uh, let's just uh, let's figure out what the hell we're going to do with the show, right? What uh, well, it's tiring the whole day on the lake, and I didn't prepare. <laughs> it. Exhausting. All right, I have one thing. We're at the like this is going for vacation. I have a question. This is just something I read in the news this week, and I didn't know what you guys thought of it. Um. There was a guy in Ottawa. There was a, a news report was a guy in Ottawa was caught doing a lewd act on a war memorial, right? It said caught performing a lewd act on a war memorial, right? So he was I think he was either masturbating or urinating, probably masturbating. It wouldn't be lewd act. If he was peeing, it would say something else, right? Yeah. You would yeah. say something else, yeah. right? Yeah. But if you were like I'm just saying, like um if you live in a city and uh I don't not masturbating, but if you were just going to pee, for example, and and you're in a city, and then and you didn't, you, there's a good chance you maybe just didn't notice. Papa, didn't you one time when you were in Buffalo, you were you were kind of went to a hockey game, and there was like you had to go to the washroom, and then you end up peeing on a cop station. Yeah. Yeah. When you just don't think of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Gotta pee, gotta yeah, pee. it just looked like an opportunity. Right, right. Maybe this war memorial was just a good view of the city. The guy's just saying, I just like to masturbate from good height. And then he was going <laughs> to... What? What's this one? I was passing him down. Oh, okay. Um, but do you, my question is, do you think that's news? Like, do you think it's news to say a guy was caught doing that? It's horrible, of course, right? The guy's going to get arrested or whatever. But is it newsworthy to, to put that everywhere? Like, I don't understand what, why that's important to anyone else. Maybe in the local paper. Yeah, it's an it was a national it hit national news. Oh, a guy guy jerking off on a war memorial, right? And I have a feeling he wasn't doing it because of the soldiers. I think he probably was just looking for a pl private place to pull it off. If he's like a homeless guy or something, maybe. right? You know? Yeah, maybe you never know. I don't know. Don't know the details. I never heard that. One. There's got to be more important things they could report on. It doesn't seem that important, you know. At the end of the day. And I also, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that was, that was your point of that. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, that was my point of it, yeah. yeah. I don't know. No more. <laughs> you know what we should probably do, just to mix this up, is uh, let's do the week. Let's do a sports break, Dave. A sports break. It's been a while. See what you can do. There was a better one. That's play. enough dick jokes. Let's talk balls. I think yours is losing, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I tried to learn mics, but I, I, you didn't give me the tab. 
Right, maybe one time we can have both. But we didn't even mention that Mike Bo's not here. Normally he shows up and you, and uh, you don't. But this this week it's opposite. Yeah, I feel lost without my, the band leader. Yeah, so we should uh, mention that Mike Bo didn't show up because he's he's uh, uh, thought that his livelihood is more important than the show as well. That son of a bitch. And uh, he gave us a message, though, for this episode. And I thought I would share it with you, Dave. It says... Uh, Peter, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it tonight. Got to take uh, guys to town and irrigate. Sorry, maybe charters can do something for once. Friggin' blockhead. Oh, is what he said. Oh, that hurts. So I'm going to say, and I don't know if the, you know, you guys are booking gigs and stuff. Nocturnal Emissions has got a big, big date planned. I know, and uh, Dave in Port Dover in the fall. I know you have that one booked. Uh, but th it seems like there might be trouble between the two of you. You should work it out. But Dick, that we're at the sports break. Uh, the sports break. Uh, what do you got this week in sports, Dave? Oh me. Yeah. Well, we lost a uh, we lost a good man this week, Pete. I know you were probably upset about it, but Rowdy Roddy Piper passed away this week. It was oh. big news in the I sports am, community. I am very upset about that. Actually, he's my he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all times, Rowdy Roddy Piper, one of the best heel wrestlers ever to ever to compete. And didn't even have to wrestle. He just had to talk, right? He was hilarious and uh, really intense. Great entertainer. Yeah, he was great. And uh, so he died this week. And um, big tributes all around. Uh, even Ronda Rousey, the UFC uh, fighter, uh, dedicated her big match to Rowdy yeah. Rowdy Piper. Right? Isn't she something, eh? Oh, she's terrific. We had a little conversation. We were canoeing about Ron about girls that are competing into. And uh, or about Ronda Rousey, I think we were talking about transgender people competing in UFC and stuff. And then we were saying like it's only a matter of time probably before Ronda Rousey fights a man, right? Do you think? Oh, I would think so. She's tough as nails, man. I think that's like she's like so good. I think she's gonna have to eventually just fight a guy to get some better competition because she's killing all those girls. Oh, yeah, your last three knockouts were like a total of a minute and six seconds or something. There's no way a woman would fight a man. But it's like it's just a matter of once, once, uh, once they, sh if she thinks that she can do it, they can book it. I mean, why, why wouldn't they? I don't know if any guy would agree to it. Yeah, like, would you agree to hitting like just squaring off with a girl in, in a ring in an octagon and just like tearing her eyes out? I don't know. That'd be a tough one. Yeah, but if she's a good enough competitor to do it, yeah. then why would wouldn't? Uh, I don't know if she'd ever be. She'd be able to beat up a guy like me. Right, but she—I don't know if she'd be able to beat up a guy, a UFC guy. Right, exactly. she'd have to get some idiot to to find her. That's like having a sprinter in the Olympics, like a woman sprinter in the Olympics going against a, a man sprinter in the Olympics. It's not going to work. Yeah, but if we, if that girl's times are as good, then what? Then why wouldn't she compete against times them? Times aren't as good though. They're just not built the same. Like the guy would crush her. Well, it was like Haley Wickenheiser when she played in the when she played in the uh, Finnish league. She was playing for men, right? The the hockey player, right? And because she couldn't, she was. Just good enough to play with those guys, so she did at that level, but not at. She's not playing in the NHL, right? No, she wasn't good enough to. You got the best of the USC, and you got the best, you know, best guys of the USC, and you get the best women of the USC. The best woman of the USC is not going to be the best guy of the USC. Well, let's just say that there's a guy that's in her weight class, right? Same weight as Ronda Rousey, and he's saying, uh, you know, like women are like a B-level sport in UFC. And uh, they're not even close, you know, like a man and a woman type of thing. And Ronda Rousey said, that's bullshit. I can break your arm as easy as I can break a woman's arm. I'll fight you. And then they booked it. 
um, then I would definitely pay to watch that for sure. Yeah, I think it would be a it would be a marketable thing. I think it's just a matter of time before something like that happens, and because she's so dominant against the women, she's not getting good enough competition. But the women are going to get better too. That's the right. thing. But eventually, the women the, they will catch up to her, yeah. or she'll get older and then they'll Someone catch up to yeah. her. Yeah, you know? Yeah, and that's the other thing too. All it takes is one injury or something like that, and then then it's done, right? Like uh, Anderson Silva, who um, got his leg broken. Oh, that was gross. Oh, you see that? Yeah. When it wrapped, did you see anyone else see that? When he kicked the guy's, no, uh, shin, he was he's big on the shin kicks and stuff. So like you know he just stands there and shin kicks you, and he he shin kicked, and normally you'll block. And so this guy blocked with his shin, and the guy's legs snapped, like, right, yeah. wrapped around. Both bones. Yeah, oh, disgusting. Gross. But he fought again. He's ba- he, oh, is he? Yeah, I think he's better now. But he's a bit of a limp. <laughs> he's a bit of a wimp? No, a bit of a limp. A bit of a limp, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a flobbity leg. All right, Dave, feedback. There's a t- there's a thing on uh, our show we do every week, and it's when we talk to our listeners at home, and it's a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's Feedback, We Got Feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you go to the website, livefromthedutchhall.com, you can uh, click on any of my Amazon banners and do your Amazon shopping, and a bit of that money will come back to help the show. Otherwise, you can uh, also you can help my VG Meats, our good friends at VG Meats. They have uh, if you go to my website, there's a coupon there for steaks and ground beef, and uh, you can bring that to any of the locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and they'll give you the Dutch Hall deal, and some of that money will come and help the show. So that's it for sponsors. Uh, feedback on last week's episode, The Jar of Hate. It was actually pretty good. We had lots of feedback. A lot of people were, it, it, it ruffled a few feathers. There were some people that uh, were upset about some of the segments and, and stood with me on some of the other segments. Oh, excuse me. One piece of feedback that I did get was uh, Pete, uh, f- fuck pandas, but leave Eric Church alone, is what one was. <laughs> and uh, we had some. We had uh, quite a few people that, uh, you know, we're not crazy about the country music uh, statements, and some people were shocked about Pearl Jam. But if you listen to Sirens, you can't be, you can't at all be. But it was, it was good, and a lot of people just wondering why I hate so many things, and I shouldn't hate so much. And I'm telling you, it was therapeutic. I put it in the jar, but there's lots more room in that jar, and I think there might be room for a couple more uh, hate-filled episodes to come, because I, after I was finished that, I felt so good I could. Uh, I thought about 10 more things to put in that jar. So we can, we're probably going to be doing a part two for that episode coming up. Um, listener of the week. Every, uh, every week we like to name our listener of the week. And you know what? I have my brother-in-law, Ryan Van Bush, looking right at me in the eyes over there. You know, he's never been listener of the week. Just, I'm just, uh, I'm just so, so heartfelt. You know, I want to give it to him. The guy listens to all the episodes, gives me feedback all the time. But this week again, Ryan, you know. You just missed out number two this week because our listener of the week this week is Derek Yarmy. Let's hear it for Derek Yarmy, yeah. listener of the week. And not only is he listener of the week, but he's also the proud new pop of a new baby boy. So we want to give you a double congratulations, Derek. You're the listener of the week. Way to go, Derek. Oh, you got me. Yo. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I'm totally messing it up. Do you know how it goes? Yo, the listener of the week. This is your week. There you go. That's good. There. And that's for you. So, uh, we welcome all these new listeners. I think that's the part of feedback. We got feedback. We should always talk about this. Uh, we should talk a little bit about the new episode that we have, in, uh, or the new podcast that we've inspired, our spinoff of Live from the Dutch Hall. It's called Life from Barbie Mansion. We are eagerly awaiting the first episode of the program. Uh, we got Great some, girls. Great girls. And we got some nice feedback from the girls last week on the show. They are true fans of Live from the Dutch Hall, and they say that we should be checking iTunes for any day the show should be... Uh, should be launched, so we're, we're eagerly awaiting the first episode. Bated breath of that show, and uh, so anyone want to check that out? It's Life from Barbie Mansion. A little plug for those girls. Uh, every week we we ha- we check in with one of our listeners that's been with us since the very beginning, and this week's no exception. It's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Let's hear it for him. I love that word. All right. Haitian Dwarf gave us uh, five stars. Five stars from the Haitian Dwarf. He says, speaking of hate, there are only two things in life I hate. Number one, intolerance of other cultures. And number two, the Dutch, which is a Austin Powers joke. And I think it might be the second time the Haitian Dwarf used that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, what's that? Oh. I gave him the Mexican thing by accident, sorry. Yeah, the cucaracha. Yeah, the cucaracha. So the Haitian Dwarf, the one thing that I did, oh, I should mention about the Haitian Dwarf is that uh, last week's uh, feedback from him was a uh, question to Blondie uh, saying if, if he has ever, if she's ever seen a Caribbean tripod. Well, Blondie has responded to the Haitian Dwarf saying uh, she has not, but she would love to see it. And uh, she's eagerly awaiting a meeting with you of any sort. So I think that if Haitian Dwarf... This is this. If this show's done nothing more, hopefully, it can act to bring two people together. If uh, Barbie from the Barbie Mansion would end up finding love with the Haitian dwarf, and then uh, then this show's been all worth it. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, even all these awkward moments in this episode here has been worth it, right? So Haitian dwarf, look her up. If you need me to hook these two up, I'll give you uh, I'll give you some uh, I'll give you the digits, and and you guys can can st- find love together. Digits. Yeah, the digits. You give, I'll give him the digits. He can give her the digits. Is that how it goes? Little stubby digits. Phalanx. <laughs> we made up Indian names when we were, uh, or na- uh, I shouldn't say Indian, but uh, First Nations names when we were canoeing, right? We made up of First Nations names when we were canoeing because it kind of did feel like we're going down the river like Pocahontas or like Sacagawea, you know, down the Pocahontas. Yes, Pocahontas was one. Was was I think on your boat. We had poker anus, and then I think we. Oh yeah, one was (laughs) poker pussy with a paddle. (laughs) (laughs) Poker pussy with a paddle. I think that was one. Yeah, my wife was called. uh, What was your name? Your name was I wanna. I want when I know have. I want what he no have. I want what he no have, and that's that's Ojibwe for I like big black dongs. Is that what it was? (laughs) Right. I think that was what it was. (laughs) 
Sac- I think uh, we had one Sacagawea. <laughs> Sacagawea? I don't know. Could have been helpful. Anyways, yeah, it was a good trip that way. We, uh, who was it? Oh, yes, Paul went to, we were going like, yeah, I'd, I'd take him Pocahontas down there. <laughs> I'd take him Pocahontas down on the river and uh, make her a woman. Yeah, either. Um, anyhow, what do we got to do yet? We have to do the challenge. The We're like challenge. halfway through the goddamn oh, really? show. We're only at 30 minutes? Yeah, 32 minutes in the sh- goddamn show. I got nothing. We got to challenge charters. <laughs> you want to do this first? We'll do the challenge right now. The first, the first event, we're going to talk about the events here because it's about time we get this thing started. So if this episode ends up being 40 minutes, it's 40 minutes. But it c- if you can't flip that cup, it's going to take you 100. Yeah. So we have uh, five events, okay? The first event is going to be uh, Quarters, which is a standard drinking game. It is, there is nothing to it. Jane, if you... The shot glasses are all full of Jägermeister right now. It's going to be a tough one. No, no, we just drink it. We're drinking them right now. So we drink, we're just going to have to drink it. We got a couple dead soldiers over there. There we go. We got a couple empty set cups. So this is what, Jane, I think you should go up with this one. Have you played Quarters before? Uh, who's played quarters? Who knows how to play quarters? I've played quarters. Before. You want to play? Sure. Okay, so Ballsy, if you want to come over here, what we're going to do, this is, a, this is a number one. So this is step one in you running the, running the gauntlet, Dave, of events, is quarters. It, the, the object of the game with quarters is to take a shot glass. We're going to place it on this. This is where you want to place it on this uh, bench because the, the table's not bouncy enough. And you're going to set your shot glass up, and you have to bounce your quarter into the shot glass. That is all there is. So whenever you're set up, do you have a shot glass, Jeff? Yeah, right there. That's not going to work, buddy. <laughs> We're going to need one that's, that's, that's good one. This one? There you go. Okay. So we're gonna so at five, four, three, two, one, we're gonna compete. We have Dave Charles in the first of these events. Now we each have two quarters. Do you have two quarters? Right. Jane, you wanna come over here? You can yeah, spot for this. Yeah. Spot for uh, spot for Jeff here and, and, the, and see if we can find the quarters. Okay, five. Oh, oh, oh. oh wait. What are you doing? All right, ready? Five, four, three, two, one, go. Go, oh, keep going. Okay, any, any news yet? This is gonna, at one point in time, we're gonna have to call it quits, but this is a, this is a real battle. A real battle of nobodies. <laughs> Oh, you're getting closer. We're getting on the thing. Yeah. Uh-oh, yeah, we got one. Got Charters is phase one. You know what it was? We were going for yeah, whoever gets it in first. Charters. So Charters has got you. Thank you. W- one and oh, one and oh. Oh, fucking arm wrestle. Yeah. All right, what's you, next? You Bring have on. to drink now. You have to drink that one. Okay. All right, S- stage two. Who wants to play uh, monkey balls? Oh, monkey balls. Monkey balls. You do monkey balls, Ryan? I never heard of monkey balls. What do you guys do? It's out there. Sounds good. I don't know what it okay, is. Okay, so we're going to this phase two, which is going to be monkey balls. Dave might be good with a set of monkey balls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people know what monkey balls are, but it's like uh, it's uh, basically where there's a three ladder stage. Like there's there's like uh, three bars, and you have like two golf balls on a string, and you have to toss them over. Like you toss them at the bars, and if the bottom bar is three points. The middle bar is two, and the top bar is one. This game seems really athletic. You have three balls to throw, 
So alternate throws. Dave throws first, and then Ryan. The yellow, the bottom bar is three, the middle bar is two, and the top bar is one. Okay, first throw. Go ahead. What was it? I can't see. Air ball. Air ball. Boo. First one, nothing. Come on, Bushy. Did he get it? Yeah, he's got three. Charizard's two. Three to two. Second one. Third ball for Dave. Messer. I think we got Two it. Balls, Dave Charters. Wow. All right, the first victory for the Van Dykes. Let's hear it for Woo! us. Yes. Fuck you, Rooster. Fuck you, Charters. <laughs> Loser. Yes, finally, we. <laughs> the gauntlet has not been run. Shame is finally shown forward. We don't even have to go on with the other events because you didn't even win. You didn't. Okay, three out of five. So Jane's going to be doing a holy board. The next game, this is also called uh, Cajun Horseshoes. Cajun Horseshoes? Or Redneck Horseshoes? Or isn't it, too? You basically use a, a large washer, and you throw it on a board with three holes, on, and, there, and the board is carpeted. And we have one round. So it's, you're going to do rounds until it's th thrown. Charters is up first. Yeah. What do you get, Jane? Zero. Go Dave back. Charters, zero. Dave Charters is skunked again. This is going to be... What? One of the three. What? I got three. Three points. All right. Shit. God damn it, he got three. Bullshit. One. One. Yay, I won. Oh, Charters is two, two and one. Two and one. What's the next event? Oh, we're not doing Flip Cup. There's only one more event, Paul. Are you ready for the, the crowning yeah, event? Because this will make it a tie, though. We need that. We should have. This could make it the a tie, or we could win it. But this is the the, the main event. Is the flying fuck through the rolling donut? It's never been done. It's a subjective event, and we don't know if this thing's. It's never been done really on air before. But this is a game that we invented on vacation at Turkey Point, where we have a hula hoop, which we will throw with a backspin on it. And uh, the object of the game is to jump through the hula hoop. And it's called Take a Flying Fuck Through a Rolling Donut. And we will be doing it as the grand finale with my bartender versus the man that writes the music for the show. Where's the, bar where's the hula hoop, Jane? We might have to pause this. <laughs> we got it. Hula right. hoop in action. All right, so this is the event. You give it a spin, Dave, just to give it, see what it can do. So the, see how the backspin comes at you? Oh, no. Well, there's been a little bit of a cut in the action from the show there. Uh, we have to, we're, we're sad and informing. We had some technical difficulties, but we also had a, an injury to the man that writes the music from the show. He took a flying fuck through the rolling donut, and he got wedged into it like Winnie the Pooh in the honey hole. <laughs> And he's gonna have to do the rest of the show now from the wedged from the center of an inner tube in, in Turkey Point. Charters, I'm sorry. The idea was a good in principle. I thought the idea was gonna work great. It was uh, the big closer, you know, the grand finale. And uh, I guess I forgot about your um, your advanced age and girth. Next year we got to do this like right after Lent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Easter Sunday. Yeah, you really, that's the time to get you. Yeah, Easter Sunday. He could get right through that donut, no problem. <laughs> when you're in ordinary times, the ordinary times doesn't go through that donut as well. So, Dave, yeah, just to, I wanted to ask you a question. You're a staunch Catholic. Have you been keeping up on any news with that crazy Pope? Is he doing anything? I don't know. I've been following him on Twitter, but it's been pretty quiet. What's he doing? I haven't heard anything about him. He's been kind of kind of quiet. I wonder if he was going to come to Canada. I didn't uh, know if he had anything coming down, you know? I'm not sure. Oh, I thought you were big on that stuff. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought staunch Catholics were all over Pope news all the time. Well, if he's no. coming, David, David have his tickets. You'd go if he came. If the Pope came down, you'd go see him? How how far would I have to drive? Let's say he went to Toronto. Two hours. If he drive. came to the Dutch Hall, I would go, for sure. Yeah? What if he went to Toronto? I don't know. Depends <laughs> what's going on. What if he This is a better one. What if he was in, uh, let's say, Cambridge? Oh, Cambridge. I could stop at Costco. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe? You'd see Pope. If it's Pope and Costco, you'd go see I'd him. I'd do it, yeah. But you don't want to put up with all the traffic in Toronto? Just oh, yeah, it'd be a real zoo. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If he came to a small town, I would go to like a town with 80,000 people to see the Pope and nothing bigger. That's what I'm giving him. Just because I don't You're put up with as much hassle. I'll give him 80. I'll give him Brantford. Is there 100 there? That's as far as I'll go to see the Pope. He can come down. And, or I will go to see him to work on his uh, yard sale, which we're still working on. Yet to get back to me, the Pope. And the open invitation to get the Pope on the Life in the Dutch Hall program is there too. But, but Dave, you probably have to work that day. <laughs> would you would call in sick for work if the Pope showed up and did Life in the Dutch Hall? I, w- I might show up late. What? I would show up late. Right. You would show up late to work? Late for work, yeah. I would be late. The po- what do you, well, you wouldn't have to spend a whole eight hours with them, right? No, no, no. You just, just like two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so then you just then go, I go to work. Oh, I see. You would just take those two or three hours off of work to see the Pope, but you would still do it. Would the work would work give it to you? If you said, I just got an opportunity to sit down with the Pope? I doubt it. Uh, I think you could. Couldn't you argue against like religious uh, well, maybe. Uh, persecution? I'd have to look up the legislation. Because it's a big deal if the Pope comes around. He's like the closest thing we got to God on the earth, right? Isn't it? The uh, Catholic's God? Uh, no. Nothing no? like God at all. Just a man. <laughs> oh. What about the Dalai Lama? Is he God? Not to, to me. No, not to you, but to them? <laughs> to who? The Dalai Lamas? The to, the to what are they like? Uh, 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 Buddhists, aren't they? Or what are they? Dalai Lama? It's Buddhists, aren't they? No, that's Buddha, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me. <laughs> yeah, I that thought was, I had it. I thought I had it. It was like a, I thought I had that. You didn't kill the dead air, though. I was like, Can you talk about something while I was trying to fart Sorry. in the microphone. I was mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be great at it, but I've been cranking them out all the time. As soon as I hit record, my butt goes quiet. It just blows kisses at people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I had a real treat for everyone. Shy. <laughs> I know. Where's the video, though? Yeah, that could have been the, well, Periscope, Jane. Yeah, we're not doing it. Anyways, uh, this, this has been a long episode of uh, unpreparedness and uh, a long day of uh, partying, canoeing. Sorry, Pete. And we're all dragging <laughs> our asses at <laughs> We got nothing for you, it seems. We're yeah, no you have nothing. We're no help. Yeah, but uh, you're all like sh- uh, giggles on the canoe trip, right? Yeah, it was a few yeah. hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, we all just fell apart. This is what happens when we dr- when we, when we mix it with the two together, eh? It's just it takes the steam out of you. Anyways, we went pretty hard though. 
Yeah. I'm glad I made the hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won two out of three. You're in. You're stuck in a in a tube. I think that we'll cut that <laughs> off by the end of the show. I mean, you're, yeah. you, you won't have to drive home in that day. You got to find an exacto knife or something. What did Winnie the Pooh do? He he went on a diet, right? Yeah. Get out of that hole. He stopped he just eating. Waited, yeah. How did they get Winnie the Pooh out of the hole? I don't even know. Didn't they have to? Didn't they try to? No, Rabbit lost his mind and just like headbutted him. <laughs> do you remember how Winnie the Pooh got out of the hole? How did he get out of the hole, Ma? Just like he headbutted him. Yeah, he like ran at him and tackled like. And popped him, yeah, out, of popped him out of the hole. popped him out of the hole. He couldn't take event. it anymore. Oh, okay, and then he I'll shot. He shot through. Oh yeah, through the page. They had to turn the page because he. Did he go flying? He right went there? so far, and then they had to turn the page because he went to the next page. Right. I'll get Dave out of the donut then. <laughs> How are you gonna do it? <laughs> you headbutt him. him, and headbutt him out With of that the pointy donut. bald head of yours. Yes. Fresh shave. Here I come. Yeah. <laughs> Put some aloe on that first. You know, Jeff Ball can't do a headstand because he's got a pointy head. He'll fall over. That's the truth. What? It's a fish head. It's a fish head. Were you worried when you sh- when you? What do you mean a fish head? It's pointy. Oh, you got a ridge on there. A ridge. Hey, did you know that sheep head? Sh- sheep head. You know this fish? A sheep mm-hmm. head. A sheep head has two stones in its head. Yes. And if you dig into its head, you can get these two stones, and they have like a little pattern on. One looks like a cherry, and one kind of looks like a swirl. And they're like white stones, and they use they're like rocks, right? You can find them on Long Point Beach all the time. Yeah. And. Uh, Oh yeah, you can find them on the beach. Yeah, but if you if you like uh, uh, catch a sheep head and you like clean it or whatever, and you have to dig these things out of its head, it's supposed to be pretty gruesome to get at them. But they're really cool. People make like fishing lures out of them and uh, earrings and all kinds of things. But yeah. they're uh, they're stones in the head. I think is in order to con- control the buoyancy of the fish. It's like to to sink it to the bottom because it's a bottom feeder, right? Oh really? Yeah, I think that's what it's for. Is to get them. Wait. Weights, yeah, just like weights in their head, and they cut them out. I never knew that before. The sheep, and then they'll, but they'll eventually. You said wash up like seashells. Yeah, it's like a, it's a nice white rock. Right? Yeah, it's a white rock, yeah. and it's got a little. One of the one has a little picture. It almost looks like a cherry on it, like a cherry. But some people say they have different pictures on all of the, <laughs> all of the things. But I've never heard of it. Uh, uh, I think all. it's always the same pattern. It's like a, it's like a sand dollar. How they all have that sand right. dollar thing. Right, they all look the same. Right, and one and one's a cherry, and one's like a one's like a base clef kind of thing, like a swirl. You know what I mean? A comma, if you will. A base clef. Base clef, you know, not a treble clef. Oh, treble clef's music. Yeah, yeah, but a base clef. Yeah, bass clef. No, I don't know. Do you know that? You write, no, you write music. Oh, do I know what a bass clef is? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know you had. You could mutilate a. Fish get yeah, if, if you want to get catch, <laughs> if you want to catch a bottom feeder fish that you have no no ambition to eat at all, but you want to just catch him and then like rip his brain apart to scoop out stones, then you can do that. I just wanted to let people at home know that if they wanted to mutilate a fish, you could do it. Thanks, thanks for because otherwise you're just mad when you get sheephead. Nobody likes them, eh? No. Peta likes them. Peta likes them. They, they'd be mad. What? Peta, yeah, they'd be mad. Pam Anderson. If do they like? Do, show, do, do, does Peter like all animals or just the cute ones? <laughs> I think all animals. Yeah, like chickens aren't cute, right? But they they hate those slaughterhouses where they kill chickens. Yeah, yeah. but do they hate like uh, exterminators? I bet you yeah, they do. Really? They'd have to live trap. They're the only reason you have to live trap mice. That's what I never understand. Like you, or even when if you, like for farming, for farming, if you they make for like food safety and stuff like that. You have to have traps 
uh, every so often, but you have they have to be live traps, right? And then they, they can't, they're not because they don't want dead animals by food or whatever, right? So you have to have live traps to catch. Really? Animals. When yeah. did that start? I don't know. It's as long as I've known about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a few years, but at least that's so that's the rule. You gotta put uh, traps everywhere, but they gotta be live because you can't kill an animal. But then you take so what do they do? No, so you take the live trap and you submerge it in water. <laughs> what I think is you bring them to a no. What what you do is you bring them to a habitat in the nice grassy meadow. And you release them. And you let them run free. Right, and they have no idea where they are, and they can't defend themselves because they're not on their home turf. Yeah. And they get whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. Then you. You That's just, ridiculous. It's a ro- it's a pest, right? You're supposed to be able to kill them. We're we're on here too. If you look at it, what I always think about is if you look at an animal, an animal will kill another animal. Like look at my cat. My cat goes out and kills animals all the time. Has no regard for their life. Does it for sheer sport? Just uh, m- murders, you know, other other creatures. And uh, he has no problem with it. It's nature. It's nature. So I the way I look at it is if someone comes on my property and I don't like it, like a pest. A rat, or a or a chipmunk, or a squirrel. Oh boy! Right? I do not wish to speak of squirrels and my hatred of. <laughs> 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 then you would you should have the right to kill it, right? Yes. Peter, be damned. Right? Next time you catch a sheep head, you should bring it home for your cat Larry and see if he can get those stones out. Maybe he can dig them right out with his claws. Maybe he could, but it would take the fun out of it, Dave. I don't think he'd be looking for it, Dave. I think I don't think it would work, to be honest with you. It's no. a dead fish. It was just he probably would just Take not as fun. fishing on your boat with you the next time. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like the water, eh? He doesn't like the water. Not not big on it. I don't think it's a good idea to take my cat fishing with me. Put some slickers on him. Dave, every day we've been here, Pete has got up early in the morning to go home to pet his cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. That's what I say because I think it's funny, but it's not entirely true, but it's only mostly true. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take care of some other business too. Yeah, I do chores. Larry. I like to do chores, and then I also like to pet my cat and give him a nice little walk outside. He likes to go run in the forest for a little bit. Is he crank queen? Freddie Mercury. No, I don't. I don't know where. This, you, this is something you cooked up? That not I was me. Like, it was your brother. That I go home and I listen to Freddie Mercury wear pumps and pet my cat? <laughs> Is that that's all I Jeff. threw the red pumps in. That's all Jeff. Yeah. So all Jeff. That's, uh, that's, that's not entirely true. <laughs> they're blue. <laughs> yeah, they're blue pumps. <laughs> I like my cat. I don't have any problem with that at all. He's a cat. You're even coming around on him because he's a great cat. Eh? Yep. You hate cats. That's what you're saying? I don't like cats, yes. Because you don't like... but. My cats define all the reasons you don't like cats. Every time you say you don't, why you don't like them, my cat's not like that. Well, still a cat. Are you kidding me? It'd be perfectly fine, all perfectly fine all week, in that you wouldn't have to do anything with that cat. When you come home from vacation, then you pet your cat. Yeah. Not every day. He doesn't need you. I know he doesn't need me. No, shit. Pete needs he'll, him. He'll shit, <laughs> yeah, like he'll like shit like in a box. Be I'm not even doing it for him. I got other thing, reasons why I want to go yeah, home. Your cat. Why well, you got a clean litter box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's chores to do. I don't know. It's just like it. You got. I like going home. That's what's nice about here is we're on vacation, but I'm like within striking distance of my home, and I'm up early, so why can't I just go pet my cat? <laughs> 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 I have not. I don't care. Have a nice I like what I like. Coffee and that's great. 
When you when you go away from you from the whole day, the cat really likes you too. Today, look my face. It was it was really nice. Oh, that is gross. Right in the I cheek. Yeah. You like my sandpaper tongue across your cheek. <laughs> I don't care. I, I, it's a weird thing. Two years ago, we hated animals. I, my wife and I just hated animals. Right, Jane? I know you don't have a microphone, but the. They they hated uh, we hated them. We said that we couldn't understand that why anyone would have a pet because they're just uh, this uh, mess your house up and they stink and they and all these things and we had all these reasons why we wouldn't have a, a pet and then we got one and and uh, it was the best thing we ever did. It's way better, right? It's good for the kids and teaches responsibility. And you got another animal in the house. Yeah, it doesn't teach our kids anything, does it? Yeah, we for, it was supposed to I think and then we forgot to actually teach them anything out of it. You watch them clean the litter box. You tell their kids, clean the litter box. And it's like uh, they do one scoop, and whatever gets in the scoop is done. And the whole time they're gagging, and like they don't like it. And then they leave, and there's like they've done nothing but stir up the crap in the box, right? Just the work ethic is not what it used to be, Jane. When we were kids, we'd scoop that litter box till it was clean, right? Did you clean litter box with your family, Scott? I don't think anyone did, right? <laughs> That's the main complaint you had. Because you can teach cats to go, go to the toilet, eh? You put the litter box in the toilet, right? So, so, like, yeah, right? You make a little litter box that goes in the toilet. And then you, the cat will climb up on the toilet and poop in the litter box that sits in the toilet seat. And then eventually you take the litter box out and it just climbs up on the toilet and poops in the toilet or pees in the toilet well, that would that would be handy yeah you can teach them that and then uh the next step would be to teach them to flush yes. right yeah. you should do that with larry and wipe a seat <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we we missed our opportunity i don't i think he's too old to teach him that but we, we missed our opportunity now we just let him go outside and then he just goes outside and then we don't have to clean anything up it's perfect and this is really interesting when you said talk, well, people talk about my cat. <laughs> but you brought it up, right? You brought it up, you jerk. <laughs> so we got uh, this week. This week is uh, coming to an end. We've uh, we've we're going to make this one a short one, even though it's a live show because we've all run out of steam. Sorry for Dave for making the trip all the way out here for this all one. Right. It's a good time. Yeah, and uh, sorry for the people if we haven't given you a hundred percent this week. We've tried our best and. And we've just uh, run out of steam. But we're on holidays, so I don't really care. That's what it's all about, is that we're going to spend time with each other uh, where you guys can't hear us, and it's going to be way better. <laughs> so everyone enjoy your summer. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you'd like to, reach out to me and give me some feedback at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com. Tell your friends about the show. And uh, so we can get more listeners. And uh, if you'd like to uh, support our sponsors, Amazon and VGs at Live from the Dutch Hall website. And uh, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, blah, 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 all that, all that social media stuff, Periscope. And until then, we will uh, see you next Thursday. See you, NT. See you later. See you later, everybody. Thanks a lot. All right. Cheers, everybody. It might be proven that the shows without Dave are better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Thanks for wrecking this one, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Last year was so much fun.
So, yeah, it's because we went harder this year on the trip. Well, yeah. No, we did canoeing. We did four. Thanks, guys. Somebody get this inner tube off me. <laughs> <laughs>